welcome back. <laughs> I'm still black and I'm coming at you with another episode of Fluid Thoughts. It is I, your gracious host, Fluid Flower. Now, before we begin, <laughs> I just want to say that on today's day of recording, May 10th, 2023 at 6.37 p.m., Beyonce has already performed her first show of the Renaissance tour. Now, it has come to my attention that a lot of you bitches who were belting for burgers back in the day are live streaming the show. Baby, let me tell you something. I already deleted TikTok. I already deleted Twitter. Took that shit off my phone. I'm only keeping Instagram to inform y'all of when I'm posting the show, when the episode is posted, or when I'm taking a break. That's it. That's all. Because, girl, I'm tired. Like, I remember scrolling on TikTok just a few days ago, and I seen some of the girls was, you know, like, showing the Taylor Swift show. Like, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I'm not a Swifty by any means. But if I was, I'd be pissed. Because, like, why why is nothing sacred anymore? I think the pandemic has exacerbated hypervisibility and people, like, wanting to go you know, viral on social media to get validity from social media, trying to become influencers and vloggers and have brand deals and live a certain lifestyle. I think the pandemic has absolutely exacerbated that. I think capitalism has exacerbated that. But some of y'all, y'all, this is why the revolution ain't ain't gonna be televised because y'all gonna be too busy looking at your motherfucking phone trying to record every motherfucking thing. You bitches are hyper surveillance. You bitches are doing the work for the CIA for free. And if I see one more motherfucking anything about Renaissance and you send that shit to my phone or you putting that shit on my FYP, I'm blocking you, bitch. Just know that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Now that housekeeping business is housekeeping business. How y'all doing? Okay. Cause in today's episode, I want to talk about, I want to talk about the way in which we hold ourselves to these impossible standards and get so upset with ourselves when we don't meet the goal. Or like if we feel like the plan that we have made for ourselves isn't coming to fruition exactly 100% in our mind. Bitch, let's talk about it. Because I am good for writing down my vision, making it plain, and then imagining and living in Delulu land that, oh, this is going to happen this way and that's going to happen that way. And then when I start experiencing bumps on the road, I immediately start to feel like a failure. And I'm like, I know I'm not the only one who's experiencing this right now in the current moment in time. Like it's just, it's a lot of shit going on. And so I'm like, okay, let's just get into it. You know what I'm saying? So last week was a very difficult week for me at work. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on in this country as far as like mass shootings and literal like people being murdered on the train um, in New York, like the, the bills and laws that are being passed in Florida and in Texas and all just kind of like crazy ass shit. So I was just like very over it like last week. Um, and so it, it really fucked with my mind, right? When I found out that my employer was switching our health insurance from United Healthcare to bullshit, shitty ass Cigna. Now, mind you, United Healthcare is already very shitty. I was so stressed out. I didn't know if, you know, the medications that I currently would be, that I'm currently on would be covered. Um, you know, when I was at my last employer, I had top tier fucking health insurance. Blue Cross Blue Shield, bitch. 
when I tell you I'm so grateful that I experienced my diabetic diagnosis, my high blood sugar diagnosis when I had Blue Cross Blue Shield, because most insurance plans would have either left you for dead or in serious debt. Blue Cross Blue Shield paid for fucking everything. Bitch, I'm talking appointments, insulin, needles. They was referring me to um clinical nutritionists free of charge. It was like, oh, you don't got to pay this. You don't have to pay that. Your insurance cover, your insurance cover. So now here I'm at this new employer and I log on to work and I am bombarded by just all of these emails about signing up for our healthcare coverage because it's about that time to be open enrollment. So I go and, you know, open enrollment is nothing to be played with. Motherfuckers will sit there and sleep on that shit and then wake up one day and don't got no motherfucking health insurance. So I'm like, the day that I need to sign up is the day I need to sign up. So I go, I log in, I try to select my current plan just to renew and get it over with and it's grayed out and I can't select nothing. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. I'll just wait to the meeting on Wednesday when we meet with HR and the benefit provider, you know, everything will be cool. So a coworker now says in the Slack, she's like, hey, are y'all able to select the same health plan? It looks, they're, it looks like they're switching us over to Cigna. Bitch, when I tell you my heart dropped into my pussy and I wanted to shit my soul out, I said, Cigna, Cigna, girl, I literally started having a fucking meltdown. Like, you know how you're on Twitter and you want to talk shit about someone and you add asterisks to their name. So their stands don't see you talking shit. I did that in our company Slack <laughs> talking about our, um, the lady who oversees all that shit, I'm trying to be real coded or whatever. And I literally wrote like this bitch going to burn in hell for her crimes. I ain't say bitch in the work slack. But when I tell you, you know me, I'm on guard. The fact that I would even go out of my way to write that shit in a company slack. And no, I did not delete that shit because I stand 10 toes down in everything I fucking say. You're switching our shit from to motherfucking Cigna, bitch. The fact that I was willing to write that shit in the company section, let bitches know that I'm not fucking around. So... If a recession is on the way, that means you as a company should just change your health care coverage just because you're trying to save a few dollars. Man, when I tell y'all I'm so sick of this motherfucking capitalism bullshit, I'm fucking sick of it. So as the day went on, I continued to spiral, deal with mental illness, the, the, the intrusive thoughts. I literally felt my body leaving this plane as anger filled me and despair filled me and rage filled me up now mind you I don't have no clue what's going on my medications might still be covered and they might not be for me it's just the uncertainty that really bothered me the reason for the spiraling is because I have a plan I plan for everything I know that I got x amount of money on the FSA then that means you bitches don't need to change up the motherfucking FSA if I plan for something and anytime that the plans get derailed, I will literally <laughs> go into a free fall of despair. And I start to think the worst of worst of thoughts. And um, I think a lot of it comes from I'm sick of being broke. <laughs> I really am. When you are living in precarity, when you are living in constant fear of will I have a roof over my head? You can't enjoy the simple pleasures of life. You constantly worried about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, how you're going to do this, how you're going to do that. Now, my situation is a little different. I'm not out on the street, but my health is a top priority, right? Like we think about the reason why I moved out, 
trying to save up, trying to get my own place to deal with my own, to help with my mental health because living at home with, with in an old family home just wasn't doing it for me. We think about the ways in which I've talked about it is so hard when food prices are skyrocketing and me as a type two diabetic trying to do everything I can to make sure I lower my A1C so I don't get complications from diabetes. How are you like able to feed yourself and feed yourself the the nutrition that you need so that your body is okay when everything is fucking expensive? So when I make these plans, for me, these plans are, I I'm I have these plans because I'm trying to literally get myself out of where I am and anything that tries to derail that plan or feels like that plan is being derailed it literally sends into a fucking spiral when I tell you I'm so tired living in that fear that you may not have a roof over your head that that you can't enjoy simple pleasures in life because America is so fucking terrible we pay to literally breathe you don't want to breathe polluted air you got to pay a premium price to live in a nice neighborhood don't want your kids to go to a public school that's being defunded by Republicans gotta pay for private school oh hey look at me I'm a type 2 diabetic you don't want to eat McDonald's and Taco Bell every day which by the way McDonald's and Taco Bell are no longer cheap like what the fuck you want to feed yourself whole fruits and vegetables and lean proteins and lower your a1c fuck you pay for expensive ass groceries or die bitch oh and just for shits and giggles your health insurance that is tied to your employment is going to change to the lowest shittiest bottom tier of health insurance because we at company xyz want to save a dollar or two to offset the economic downturn recession fuck y'all This society is literally fucking bullshit. You're basing people's lives off of dollars and fucking cents. News fucking flash. A million and a half people died of motherfucking COVID-19. Y'all really thought it was going to be business as usual? Y'all are fucking dunces and I cannot believe that these are the people in charge. Everything costs fucking money and I'm so tired. I personally believe that the the 1% and Wall Street, they're really upset that a million and a half, almost 2 million people, that spending money isn't here anymore. So they're trying to cover it up by raising prices, inflation, even though these companies, corporations have been seeing record fucking profits since the pandemic. But y'all really thought it was just going to be easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl trying to get us to buy this bullshit. But it's like at some point, baby, all of us are just going to start stealing. Because these prices is too motherfucking high. So yes, I get into despair so easily because I am constantly worried about when will I be okay? When will I not have to nervously check my bank account before I buy groceries every week? I'm sitting over there trying to pull down my mask, trying to use the face ID, turning my fucking <laughs> my fucking screen light all the way down so don't nobody see my broken account. Bitch, I'm so fucking tired of that bullshit. And even... Even as I try to better my life, capitalism still gets in the way. You want a major certification that can go on your resume? That'll be $400 to $1,000, please, Alex. You want a shiny new digital badge? $600, bitch. You want to go back to school and get a master's degree and become an expert in your field? Oh, that'll be hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loan debt that will basically keep you chained up forever. And of course, this is all by design. Upward mobility is fucking impossible. How can anyone find time to study for certifications and courses when you're worried about finding food to eat? So when something happens to me that's not in my plan, I get this gut-wrenching punch in the pit of my stomach that fucks me over and over and over again. I feel inadequate and I'm like, oh, look at you, yo silly ass bitch. You should have went to school for something else. You should have listened to your African parents and became an engineer like they said. Girl, 
girl, when I tell you the ways in which I'm not doing no more motherfucking math. Like I, I get it. Like I be here, be talking to myself and talking down to myself or whatever. Like, oh, bitch, like you should have became an engineer. You should have, bitch. I'm not, I'm not doing Y equals MX plus B no more. I'm not doing quadratic functions, bitch. I'm not doing vector calculus. I don't want to do all that shit, bitch. I just want to make money so I'm not fucking broke and I could go see Beyonce or go travel and see my friends and, and live a decent life. Why is it not enough that a bunch of us, not just me, that we went to school and got the damn degree? No matter what you tell yourself, no matter what regret you have, there will always be something else to regret. The, for me, it's, it's the capitalist indoctrination that is one of the main reasons why I feel like I fall into despair. Capitalism in and of itself forces us to abandon hope outside the system. So we see our worth and our value tied to productivity to a job that doesn't even define who we are. Even when we create goals for ourselves, they are normally goals or achievements that are made to tick off boxes on the checklist of life that is literally created within the system of capitalism. Think about it. Like, Everything we do is based on satisfying whatever bullshit social construct was created. And when we fail to meet that social construct or tick the box or meet that deadline at work or reach that personal goal when our plans don't seem to go as smoothly as we want them to, we feel inadequate and get discouraged. Or at least that's what happens to me when they quote unquote soft launched <laughs> the new insurance. I was shell shocked, honey. I was in tears almost. I was like, oh, honey, put your shoes on. Let's go find you some new insurance, honey. <laughs> <laughs> because now now I have another potential stressor in my life how will I get life-saving medication and when you are tired of stressing and you don't do nothing else but stress now the stress causes you to overthink and worry diverting energy you could be using to improve yourself and your situation or to simply just exist if my goal is to make a bunch of money in tech so that I can comfortably pursue my creative passions, anything that can slow down that plan is burdensome to me. Just the mere thought that I may not be able to get affordable and quality health care is absolutely a derailment. I can't create if I'm in the hospital bed. I can't work if I'm knocking on God's door because of diabetic complications. What I want people to understand, and I also, I'm also preaching to myself because I get on here and tell y'all time and time again that I'm also preaching to myself. What I want people to understand is that it truly is the system and not us. We have the plan, but capitalism literally gets in the way. My main issue is having to constantly remind myself that these minor setbacks may or may not be setbacks at all, but I have to continue regardless of what life throws my way. The first way of continuing is by building community. I go on this podcast every damn week and talk about building community because that's the only way we're going to defeat this capitalism shit. As it stands right now, I'm, I'm still very much isolated throughout the week until I see a family member or phone a friend you know, like my support system is not always available to help me through these times because they have their own lives too. And oftentimes battling some of the same battles that I'm also battling. <laughs> and like, God, like we are not your strongest warriors. We are tired, please. So it's difficult for me to remind myself in these moments that you need active community care. But like, how do you not let your feelings spiral and and go down the 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 depression drain when you're the only one around for miles and miles like 
it's also the issue for me of feeling like you have to adhere, like you have to have to adhere to social constructs in order to find success. You'll get on social media. You'll see people posting the, the type of life you want. And it's a constant reminder of like what you don't have, which is why in addition to like not wanting to see Renaissance visuals or Renaissance tour and copyright and all that bullshit. I, I don't, I don't have time to be like comparing myself to other people. That's why I'm taking a break from social media as well. Like I'm so tired of logging on and seeing people that girl aesthetic, old money, luxury, quiet luxury. Girl, shut the fuck up. Like y'all don't even make no motherfucking sense. Y'all be sitting here talking about some old luxury, quiet money, quiet. Can you quiet down? (laughs) But yeah, like I'll see these people on social media and I'll berate myself and be like, oh, you should be here at this stage. You should have been doing this. Knowing good and damn well, I'm literally comparing myself to rich people and nepotism babies. These motherfuckers was born with silver spoons and they assholes. And you comparing yourself to them. Girl, they barely got into school. They got damn self. I remember the college cheating scandal. I, when we was applying to school, child. I remember I felt so bad about myself because when I was going to college, baby, I thought I was going to Harvard. Everybody my whole life told me, oh, Ephemena, you're so smart. You're going to go to one of the Ivies. Like, you're going to you're gonna get into Yale. You're going to get into Brown. Like, you're, you're going to get into Cornell. Bitch, I applied to Cornell. Girl, when I did not get into them damn schools, I felt so bad. I wanted to go to an Ivy so bad, but the whole time, these people, slave owning grandfathers, donated whole libraries and got legacy admissions, bitch. This is affirmative action for white people, bitch. <laughs> the game is fucking rigged. And I'm over here stressing out about my plans not going exactly how as I saw it in my head. But why won't I when my material conditions affect my day to day? Every single day I'm reminded like history has shown me that if my plans don't follow through or if my plans get interrupted by life, I and other poor people have a higher chance of not making it. I and other poor people have a higher chance of not having access to basic necessities when our plans get interrupted. When they say comparison truly is the thief of joy, but low key, high key, for real key, capitalism is the thief of life. This is why uncertainties, no matter how small or insignificant, bother the fuck out of me. Bitch, I want peace. I want the freedom to live without pressure of life. And in order to do that under this current system, bitch, I need 50 bands right fucking now. Cash money. Every time I have a problem, I know that problem can be solved with money. And when I feel like something is getting in the way of me getting to my money, bitch, I'll be ready to jump over the balcony, bitch. Start the revolution right now, bitch. Right fucking now. I don't have to bring out the guillotines, bitch. I don't have time. Girl. <laughs> I'm having a good time, girl. <laughs> so I say all that to say, what do I do, right? What do I do as I am in the process of building community so that we can fortify and uplift one another? Baby, I got to write, pray, manifest, focus on myself, and try to be a helping hand to myself and others around me. Like when I think about some of the goals that I have right now, I want to do, you know, certain courses on Coursera. Cause I think I remember I told y'all one time I was doing some courses on Coursera, but I wanted to get my company to reimburse me. 
And at first they were, and then they even reimbursed me for one of the, the classes that I took. But when it takes so long to reimburse you, and now that we're like basically going into a recession or in a recession, in my opinion, all companies are like, they're tight on the purse. They holding that pocketbook so close to their damn pussy, bitch. You could smell the fish dinner they ate last night. No, you know, no, no classes, no re education reimbursement, no tuition reimbursement. No, y'all, y'all need to buy, buy this shit yourself. If you're going to fly to an office and you, it's on your own dime, the company's not paying for you. So it's like even the modes and modalities that people use to attain upward mobility through corporations, it's not dependent because whenever the economy is in a downturn, all the stuff that they use to entice you to come and work for them, they shut that shit off. Health insurance, they give you a shitty health insurance. Tuition reimbursement, it's it's revoked. Oh, we'll fly you out here to come do this conference to come do that. Oh no, no more, no more conferences, no more this. Well, what the fuck is all this for? Bitch, if you can't, if I can't use you, but you sitting up here using me, bitch, of course I'm gonna be mad. But <laughs> I had to remember to give myself and others kindness and grace. But that is the difficult part because again. Every single day, I'm reminded that your livelihood is on the line if you don't get your ass up and do something, if you don't get your ass up and work. And I apply that to every single fucking thing that I do, and I'm so fucking tired. If I want to work out, oh, I got to be skinny by next week. If I want to grow my hair, my hair got to grow out to my ankles by tomorrow. Everything is rushed. Everything is this because I'm so used to capitalism telling me that I have to do something right here, right now in order for me to benefit or be relevant or to check off that, that box in the, in, the, in, the, in the checklist of life. And I'm tired. So I am off social media right now, other than like, you know, hosting a podcast. I am not looking or to compare myself to other people. I am going my own pace. And whenever I do get those feelings, I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to write. I'm going to wait to see what happens instead of anticipating like the worst the situation, that's another thing I do too. I went and did tarot on myself because I, I do my tarot cards. I, I've got like the moon phase cards. I'm really into that stuff now. And one of my cards was like, hey, you need to stop assuming the worst. And I know some people who are not into tarot, they're not into astrology. Like I get it, but I am and I like it. I enjoy it. I think it's a nice guide outside of major religions in order for me to like help, you know, you know, think about where my life is going and what I want to do with my life. But all of that to say, the card was like, bitch, calm down. <laughs> like, yes, this stuff fucking happens and setbacks happen. But that doesn't mean that it's the end of your life because you're still breathing, bitch. <laughs> so while I'm still breathing, girl, I'm, a, I'm just trying to do my best. That's all. But I, I need y'all to pick up the guillotines. I need y'all to pick it up quick, honey, because I, I can't keep doing this bullshit. I, I have, I want core memories to be created and the fact that I have to wait to to get paid on the 15th and I'm sitting over here rationing out my food and okay well I can eat this and I can eat that when when this food runs out I'll I'll ask this family member to hit me up for some for, to hit them up for some grocery monies and I'll do this I don't want to do that no more everybody should eat for free everybody should live in housing for free everybody should should have basic necessities of life for free and we should be able to you know pay for different luxuries that we want because we'll be able to afford it when we don't have to pay 
to have a fucking roof over our head. But yeah, girl, when she when she do not go my way, I have the most worst, and that's not even a phrase. I have the most worst, <laughs> the worstest like internal tantrums. But that's why I be having them, cause I be like, this shit can't go wrong. I don't got nothing else. I need my plans to go the way I need it to go. But and I know a lot of people listen to this might be like, you know. God's plan is the best plan. God's timing is, is the best timing. But and I understand that. And I'm not trying to argue with the timing of the universe. But I just need this capitalism bitch to fucking die. So that I can do what I need to do. God damn it. Anyway, this has been so fun. Um I'll be back next week. Yeah. And love you guys so much. Bye.